Well, the Tampa Bay Rays take down the Boston Red Sox and win the series against them as well. This game, a little bit different than the previous evening's game. And we all needed it. We all needed to see something like on Wednesday evening, which was a pitching masterclass. And let's talk about that. Plus, timely bombs starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. That is the place to get the episode first uh before getting it on the traditional audio podcast so if you're hangering for us you got to go to the youtube channel first to do that you can also find us on the social medias instagram and x and email us anytime locked on at gmail.com ulysses will be bringing you a mailbag episode tomorrow or for friday's episode However, we're doing this thing. Uh, it will be happening this week one way or the other. Um, so there's all that. Uh, the Rays take down the Boston Red Sox by a score of 3-1. to one. They improve to 85-55 and 55 on the year. The Red Sox fall to 72-68 and 68 on the year. And uh, some storylines to get to from this one, most notably... Mr. Tyler Glass now striking out 14 in six innings and just allowing three hits, one earned run, and one walk. Unreal. Unreal. Six innings, 14 strikeouts for those keeping track at home. That's a possibility of 18 outs that you need to get. That, meant, that means that four of his outs were non-strikeouts. That's, I mean... Just an impressive outing by 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 Tyler, and there's a, a lot of little nuggets here that I'm going to throw out. Um, that was his season high, 103 pitches. Gotta love that. Uh, he is the first player in team history to have 14 plus strikeouts in multiple games. That's pretty cool. Um, the others to have 14 plus in a game. In team history were Archer with 15, Shields with 15, and Price with 14. And I'm pretty sure that that David Price game uh, was against Toronto in Toronto, um, if I if my memory serves me right. Um, also, with these 14 hitters that he struck out in six innings, uh, he's now at almost three war, man. And he has like a like three more starts. I mean, it just a tremendous outing by, by Tyler Glass now. Can the Rays, assuming that Tyler Glass now is fine, healthy, and dandy for the playoffs, do a Milwaukee Brewers, CC Sabathia situation, just roll them out every two or three days, like really go ham with it, especially if they don't have any consideration of uh, utilizing him uh, uh, next season they are i'm still kind of validating on that but um unless you you really get a, a crazy crazy offer sheet from another team out there but uh that's a guy 
that's a guy you can work around assuming that he can at least give you 130, 140, 150 innings in a season. But it's remarkable what Tyler Glasnow is doing this season. Down the stretch run, um, getting stronger, getting more impressive. And if you get a chance, um, well, he's one of those guys where, I mean, I don't think I have to tell anybody this, but you really should get excited to watch. Like there's, I wouldn't say there's too many pitchers out there that, you know, generate enthusiasm you know, with every pitch, uh, but with him between the fastball, the slider and the curveball, it, it's almost like every offering is an event. And, and yes, is like, this is a, an Adonis and this is an athletic freak and maven with what he's been doing. And for anybody that gets the chance, I'm not going to totally, um, uh, gerrymander and, and steal this guy's work, but David Adler from, MLB.com really highlighted what um, has made Glass now so successful of late. And it's that balanced usage of the four seamer, the slider, the curveball, and the balanced velocity. We talk so much about, hey, you need that big differentiation from fastball to off speed. But what Glass now does, the difference in velocity from four seam to slider is six miles per hour on average. The difference from slider to curveball is six miles per hour on average. Furthermore, the vertical movement, the drop is even across the board. From four seam to slider, it's 20 inches. From curveball to slider, it's 20 inches. So yeah, that makes it impossible for a hitter, uh, as we basically saw uh Tonight, and we've seen uh, basically since uh, he's returned healthy uh, for the most part. And everything was working, you know. I mean, when you look at the strikeouts, six from the fastball, five from the curveball, and three from the the slutter. So you you have a guy that can just basically manipulate the counts, the, the, the pitch mix in a way that I mean, you you saw some not only some silly swings, but some silly takes too. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure there were like a, a couple of strikeouts. That, the the pitch was right down the middle. Um, I I remember one specifically a curveball. I, I forget who was um at, at the dish, but I mean it was a curveball like just a twelve six right down you know Main Street. But when you have that type of like you said vertical movement, and when you know how to manipulate that pitch mix so that they don't know what's coming it's going to be very difficult even if you put it right in the middle of the strike zone so uh, yeah you got to give kudos to to tire glass now and speaking about kudos i do want to uh, i forgot to say where i got that information trisha whitaker put a couple tweets out there that i read and nice. race metrics who is also a, tr- a tremendous uh, uh twitter follow if you haven't yet followed race metrics please please do smart dude so uh, just, and I think I know your answer on this, but Tyler Glass now, will he be in a raise uniform in 2024? I think it would be silly for the race front office to not have him in his plans. Yeah, uh, he has to be. Come, has to October, be just- come October 1st, 2024, is he in a raise uniform? Or I guess I should say whenever the end of the trade deadline is, August 1st, yeah, uh, yeah. 2024. August 1st, 6.01 p.m. Uh, yeah, whenever the deadline is. I don't know anymore. It, who knows? It could change, uh, yeah. you know, based on what Rob Manfred has up his sleeve. I I, I, I think so. And, and really, it's 
it's more of a, I just don't see a scenario where it's a smart baseball move um, for them to move Tyler Glass now. If you want to to have this window remain open, uh, if the window is seemingly getting um, shut, then okay, you got to move them. But if you still have a competitive team out there that can be a 90-plus win team, that can get you into the playoffs. And the whole thing that we've now, the whole mantra is in the playoffs, anything can happen, which mostly I, I do believe that's true, except for the fact that some teams, I guess, are better prepared um, when they get to the playoffs because it can't be all luck right. that the Houston Astros just go to six straight LCSs. And I know you, I know people are going to say, well, trash cans. Okay, that was one year. But every year after they've been there so you i get the whole argument that playoffs are a crapshoot and anything can happen i get that but also you can put yourself in a better situation so that you create your own luck yes uh very well put there and uh what tyler glass now just what he brings to the table um the pirates as an organization should just forever in time be the laughing stock and should be kicking themselves for eternity for uh, letting him go and not finding a way to make him successful. Uh, one other thing on glass now that I'll be watching out for, I don't know how important it is to him or the fan out there, but passes his career high in innings uh, for a single season. Uh, he's at, um, where's he at right now? Well, I'm, I'm looking at baseball reference and it's 93 and two thirds. I don't believe that's been updated. No, so um, that would be so... he's at 99 and two thirds. And okay. I believe so. He's like 10 innings away from his yeah. uh, most ever. And he should, based on how many games are left, uh, he should have at least four starts, I would think. So, unless something crazy happens, he should get to that marker and, and should you know, hopefully get to close to 120 innings, if not more 125 innings maybe, which I think is a good little barometer to build off of and, uh, you know, would help his uh, free agency case uh, when that happens in year 2025 and beyond as well. Uh, we have more to discuss on this, but first we have to tell and that is eBay Motor for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It is the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to what they call My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money is returned to you. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million ports to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a W when the right parts are guaranteed. So I'm imploring you all to get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay, guaranteed fit, is only available to U.S. customers. That's very important. We know we have some listeners in Australia, United Kingdom, Scotland, wherever it might be. U.S. customers only, eligible items only, exclusions apply. 
Uh, now, Ulysses, for the Rays to win this game, it did take a little inkling of offense, and the Rays got that thanks to Brandon Lau going yard, Isak Paredes going yard, and Harold Ramirez going almost yard uh, <laughs> to the deepest part of the ballpark to get uh, you know maybe the, the longest double that you'll see, uh, one of the longest doubles that you'll see. Uh, so home runs afoot. For the Rays, it's good to see Brandon Lau heating up. It's yeah. good or weird or odd to see teams continuing to throw pitches up and in or inside to Isak Paredes that he can turn and burn on. I guess, you know, guys think that they can get it by Isak Paredes or that they just uh, spray and pray. They just try to throw it hard and, and hope it doesn't uh, go into uh, the swing plane. You know, I would think, you know, pitch down and away or something, but what do I know? Um, so that was, that was basically the, the offensive perspective of things. Yeah. And that, that at bad by Isak was, was pretty, was pretty good. Cause he, he goes deep basically twice once, you know, he pulled it foul, but it was a mammoth shot and he could have gotten rung up. Uh, he, he held it. Uh, he held the, the, his bat on the shoulder, the ump does not go uh, and, and call it. Boom! Next pitch, out of here. Um, so very, very good at bat. That was a good baseball at bat uh, to to see what could have been with those three pitches, and and he ends up uh, going deep. Which honestly, when you see a guy hit the the ball so far away in a foul, it's kind of like a a baseball uh, lesson that. He's going to strike out or it's going to be a little, mm -hmm. you know, grounder. It's not going to be anything special. Like that was the, that was the pitch to destroy. Right. He destroyed it foul. You're not going to, you know, boom, <laughs> he goes against it and, and he goes deep. So that was a very cool one. And Brendan Lau, man, he's going to uh, definitely hit 20 home runs, which I think we had that talk, uh, uh, when he got out of the IL, like, oh, will he get to 20? It's going to be tough for him. Well, he's at 19 right now. So yeah. um, he got on fire, 19. Randy's at 21. Uh, Siri is at 25, I believe. Which is crazy. Yeah, and you have Yandi at 18, Josh Lowe at 18, Luke Rayleigh at 18, and Val, who shall not be named, at 17. Uh, he's done for the year, most likely. But you theoretically could have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys on your roster hit at least 20 home runs in a season. And Isak Predis has a legit shot at 30. Which, but yeah, he's two away, which that would be fantastic. But you said eight or seven more than 20. Uh, I believe seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's a potential for seven because beyond the guy who shall not be named the next guy after that has like nine i think okay yeah which is which is cb right okay so so there's seven that could have 20 kevin small trivia question here do you know how many if that's impressive do you know how many uh guys uh the atlanta braves lineup has more than 30 how many guys on the braves have more than 30 home runs right now yeah I'm going to say three. I heard this in the broadcast. It was BA who said it. Four. Four dudes. That's that's silly. That's silly. What are we doing here? Yeah. What are we doing here? That's a silly lineup. Yeah, the the Bra 
Yeah, the Braves are definitely, I mean, we're looking at home run leaders. The, the Braves have like 50 more than number two Dodgers. The Rays are actually number three in all of baseball in home runs. So what the Braves are doing is incredible and stupid, stupid and just a crazy to believe way. But from the Rays point of view, I don't know or think that we expected this type of power output and what's really positive about all this is assuming I, I know it's the joke's going to get old outside of thou who shall not be named. Um, those other seven guys should be on the roster next year. Yeah. I mean, Luke Grayley might've been the, mo- the, the, the weakest link coming into o- opening day uh, be- of this year, because you didn't know if he was going to make opening day. And he's been terrific. I mean, he he. I think he's at a two point four WAR right now, uh, which is really good. And he's, he's shown his defensive capabilities in the corner outfield. I know he has had some missteps in center field. Wait, again, it's like putting Taylor Walls for more than four hundred and fifty plate appearances. Like that's not putting him in a, in a position to succeed for Taylor Walls last year. That was just the need. Well, this year with Margot being out and not a real good center field backup with, with Manny out, it's up to Luke Rayleigh. You know, it's more of a need than, Hey, I need him to like, uh, but in the corner outfielder, he looks good in first base. He looks good. He's a masher. Uh, he's going to be there next year and, and Josh Lowe as well. And Brendan Lau and, and Randy and Isak and Siri. And so it's, it, you're right. It's, it, you can see that translating next year, but we did not see, for example, did anybody have on their bingo card, Isak Perez being a 30 homer guy. You're lying to yourself yeah. because you didn't know that he was going to get this much playing time. Uh, Siri being a 25 homer guy. You're lying to yourself if you said that you had that in the, in the bingo card. Like a lot of things are happening that you did not see coming. Yeah. And Isak Pred is also his 20 doubles too. So maybe some of those home runs or those doubles translate to home runs in the future as well. So that's positive from that angle. Uh, I do want to mention this before we move on to baseball trivia name that war because Ulysses will be doing the mailbag episode later on this week. Um Defense, defense, defense from Osleves Basabe. Basically, he did what Vidal Brujan can't or couldn't do the other night. I mean, whether it's infield in and a diving stop up the middle to his left, whether it's uh, confidently uh, notching over a one-hop throw to first base or uh, leaping to, to nab a laser, like he looked cool, confident in that he belongs which i made this point i think you know while you were in japan it's one thing to take over for uh Yunel escobar or denny etreveria or brad miller but when you're replacing a guy like uh willie Dom- uh willie adamas for example or wf that's those are big shoes to fill there's a lot of pressure and a lot of eyes on you and he just seems like he rolls with the punches and nothing bothers him and he's having fun. And, and he, he, he could be a, a real, real nice find for this organization, depending on whatever happens with the Franco situation. You know, if he gets reinstated, then maybe the Rays, you know, cut their losses and, and trade bait 
trade him to another organization. They're confident in Basabe or vice versa. They keep Wander around and they Basabe has put enough tape together where another team's like, man, we got to have that guy. Like you have options basically now or, with, with or now or you keep or, both. Or, or or now Taylor Walls can go to a team like, you know, the Dodgers where they, 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 they would need a guy that they don't care that if he doesn't hit, but they want like a Miguel Rojas, right? They, they got Rojas. Well, now they can have Taylor Walls. Here you go. TW on your team. And then you keep a slave as a Basabe. I was making this point the other day on Twitter. Um, how much more does Basabe need to hit offensively so that the overall value edges towards Oslavis? Uh, yeah. Because, you know, that's the most important thing. Uh, so I agree with you. He's having fun out there. Like you see him smile, like he's going to become a fan favorite, um, with, with his play, with his charisma. I, I don't see how the front office and, and cash and company can put the lineup together and put Vidal Bruhan and Oslavis Basaba being available and, and not, and not, somebody in that room saying hey what are we doing here yeah i i i I need i need somebody in that room to say guys perhaps not perhaps we've seen enough vidal and uh, the the time will come when that happens but oh and i think it's going to come sooner rather than later because you have carson williams already in triple a knocking on the door junior camonero knocking on the door um Basabi, i think is could be a mainstay or at least shows himself more deserving in a big league. so somebody's gonna be on the outs multiple somebody's are gonna be on the outs and you know there's got to be some sort of sentiment of nobody's gonna say this but when you're in the clubhouse and you look at the starting lineup and you see vidal brujan in there versus somebody else um it's like oh Okay, um, that's not good. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't yeah. make sense when you have a better option in, in the um, on the bench, on right. the bench. It doesn't make sense. Um, real quick, when you were talking about Tyler Glass now, like how the Pirates should be ashamed and 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 or shamed. You um, without naming names, but you and I um, knew a guy that was in that Pirates front office at the time we of did. that trade. And uh, he was adamant that that was the right choice. Um, he no longer is in the Pirates uh, organization. He's in another organization. But uh, I could not put, I, you know, after seeing so many Tyler Glass now interviews, this guy said, oh, he, no, Tyler doesn't, he's kind of an airhead. He doesn't really, uh, uh, you know. And now seeing so many interviews with Tyler, I'm like, you're the airhead. Tyler is, is so he is a very thoughtful young person that knows how to articulate his points. Tyler Glass now is everything you would probably want uh, to, 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 to have as a role model slash, uh, you know, baseball yeah. player, wh- whatever you may have. Tyler Glass now is that. So I just wanted to throw a little bit more. No, I think that's great. Pirates. And I think he's he's a good ambassador for the game, too. So he's yeah. the type of personality that professional sports needs uh more of quite frankly and maybe it was just a case of the pirates weren't willing to bend or uh they weren't willing to have a, a personality maybe they were just too rigid in their uh 
pitching techniques and coaching techniques. And, um, you know, you want to fit, uh, you know, you want cookie cutter pitchers instead of, uh, you know, having some creativity and, and realizing that we have something special here. This isn't a guy that should be, uh, you know, throwing uh, 92 mile an hour sinkers or whatever. Like we can do something with this guy. He's, he's, uh, he's an outlier that yeah. we should uh, do pretty much everything we can to, to try to make him successful uh, for himself and for our organization as well. So um, yeah, so that was uh, very well put with that. Um, all right, moving on to baseball trivia and name that war. Uh, my trivia question involves the Rays upcoming opponent, the Seattle Mariners, and we've discussed it a little bit on the program. Home runs not for the Rays this time, but the Mariners, I have in front of me a list of the home run leaders in a Mariners uniform for their career. I need five of these 10 names. A-Rod. A-Rod is number five on the list with 189. Griffey. Griffey is number one on the list with 417 in an M's uniform. Edgar. Last name? Martinez. <laughs> that is correct. Edgar Martinez with 309, number two on the list. Okay. Okay. So we've got the old names out of the way. Has anybody recently been there for long, a long time? Uh, either Cruz or Cano, right? So let's go with Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz, number six on the list with 163 dingers. Okay, Robinson Cano. Robinson Cano is not on this list. Mm, oh yeah maybe he got caught with the peds thing yeah okay okay uh big 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 boppers big boppers what are we thinking here oh wait branian wow what was his name branian branian am i mispronouncing it but do you know i i know you're saying but i feel like you're not close enough that i can give it to you russell branian branian Brain. Ah, okay, okay. Let's move on. But I know that that guy's right. Whoever I'm thinking of, uh, he was a lefty, a big, big bop, 2008, 2010 type guy. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, we want need one more baby girl. Come on, one more, one more. What are we thinking here? Okay, what about currently? Ooh, he might not have a lot of pop, but he did have longevity with them. I think he played there for like 10 years. So Kyle Seeger. Terrific guess. Number four on the list. Ding, 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 ding. 242 career homers. I think a very underrated career for Kyle Seeger. Just never made the playoffs, so he never got the spotlight. Somebody named uh, Corey got a little bit more of that, but the list is, and you were thinking of Russell Brannion, uh, who is not on the list. Oh, okay. But 
192 homers in his career, played 14 years in the bigs. The issue was he played for like 10 different teams. Even played ah. for the Tampa Bay uh, Devil Rays for oh, a yeah. brief spell back in 2006. So Griffey, number one. Edgar Martinez, number two. I thought you were going to go with this guy. His last name started with a B. Jay Buhner oh, with 307. Yeah. Seager for A-Rod, five. Six, Nelson Cruz. Number seven, an all-time favorite, Alvin Davis. I've never heard of him, quite frankly. Number eight, sleeper. Raul Abanez with 156. Mm. Number nine, not Aaron Boone, but Brett Boone with 143. And number 10, you know him, you love him, Jim Presley with 115. <laughs> Very good. I like that. I like that one. And you know what? Well, I have for name that war, which if you have not seen so the that segment, is, is the where lit. we take. <laughs> okay. Um, now I basically did the same thing for name that war. I picked a Seattle Mariner, and this time, if you have not uh, seen the segment before, baseball reference uh, uh, name that war is when we take a player from the past and we try to guess their career war according to baseball reference, just using our brains. And today's name that war candidate is former Seattle Mariner and a bunch of other teams, Mike Morse. Oh my God, Mike Morse. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good. Um. One. So man, I get corner outfielder, first base vibes. He might very well have his pension. He might have played ten years in the bigs, if not maybe eight or nine. Um. I don't think he quite got to the level of Russell Brannion, but I'm kind of thinking in that ballpark. Um. Okay. I'm trying to think of another comparison, maybe like a Kendris Morales esque career, but maybe not as much average. I'm going to say um, he hit maybe 140 career homers and had a 264 career batting average. Probably had a couple seasons where he had, you know, 60 to 70 RBI. Uh, maybe most home runs in a season was like 19. That's about what I got for Michael Morse. You bottle that up together. You stir it around. You put it in a blender. And his career war is uh, 10. Okay. Okay. Well, his uh, slash line is a 274, 331 on base, 457 slug. That's a 788 OPS. That's a 115 OPS. Plus, he had 105 career home runs. His highest total in a single season was in 2011 with the Washington Nationals, where he had 31 home runs. He played for the Mariners, the Nationals, uh, the Orioles, the Giants, and the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Miami Marlins. For 13 years, his career war is a whopping 4.0. Holy cow. Yeah, I would have thought with those numbers, he'd have a little higher than... Four, but I guess the the defense probably held him back or didn't defense. do him much favors there. Yep, defense, man. Defense matters. Um, he's done some TV work. I'm looking at with the Marlins and the Nationals. Interesting. Hmm. Florida boy as well. Uh, very. I mean, again, terrific what he was able to do and that longevity. But 
very unforgettable. Like nothing about Michael Moore says, I remember this guy. You know what I do remember him is he tried to, uh, Bryce Harper uh, was, I think John Boy did a, a breakdown of this. Uh, Harper and Strickland get into it in a fight and Mike Morse just beelines it into the brawl and somebody just like knocks him on the arm and then he twists it in a way he never could come back from that injury. So he basically got a career ending injury because of a damn brawl. Holy cow. So I said this on, on one of those solo episodes while, while I was away, you know, that uh, there's some sort of impotence that comes with the Yankees hitting the, the Rays 12 times and the Rays only hitting them yeah. two times. And you want to respond. Think of Mike Morse. Think of Mike Morse. That could happen to Randy. That could happen to Brendan Lau. That could happen to any Yandi, anybody. So I know there's some impotence there. You want to really rip their heads off. The smart thing is not to do anything. Yes, I concur with all that. Uh, he's got a interesting Twitter account. I, I, he just retweets things, really, I think. But anyway, Michael Morse, there it is. Uh Awesome. Yeah. All right. Hope you all enjoyed this episode uh, and the reunited uh, duo of Ulysses and Kevin in our uh, humble abodes here. Uh, hopefully our internet connections a, a little better. I mean, my end is always going to suck, but um, <laughs> Ulysses and random hotels in California, you know, sometimes doesn't work out that well. So thanks for bearing with us on all, all that. Uh, in the meantime, Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, stay safe, and we'll talk to you later. Have a good one.